This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. I'm on the phone line today with John Heinberg from Total Farm Marketing. John, what did we see today so far on the grain markets? Uh, we're seeing some selling pressure in the grain markets today. A couple different things may be coming into play. First off, weekly export sales came out this morning pretty dismal for corn and soybeans. You know, this is a window we should start seeing things really ramp up, and we just aren't seeing that. So that's got us a little concerned of where the prices are. You know, plus then on corn, we've hit some pretty good resistance here. We just can't seem to get through. So maybe a little bit of profit taking today. That's a dollar a little bit higher. So that's kind of making the corn market come back about a dime or so, at least at this time frame. Soybeans, probably a little more concerned there. Again, that export numbers aren't where we need them to be. We got harvest pressure ramping up pretty aggressively on that soybean contract right now. So that's pushing us double digits lower. We took out the lows from the other day this morning. So those charts will look a little bit concerning. You know, wheat's following suit also down uh, strongly today, about 20 cents or so. But that wheat market seems like to run out, put a new high in, fall back to support, which it's doing today, and then kind of keep climbing higher. And you know, overall, that market is still trending higher, but just a lot of volatile trade in wheat. John, something that is just a continuing story that we continue to monitor, the river levels in the Mississippi River and what that means going forward. And you look at the forecast and it doesn't look like we have a whole lot of rain ahead of us. So are we going to continue to see these same trends we have with the markets? Yeah, I would say that could be a possibility here. That's definitely a story I'm keeping an eye on because obviously if we can't get things down to the Gulf for the shipping purposes, that could have some longer term impacts on the demand side of the equation, as well as just, you know, with supplies coming in now as harvest is rolling here, what's that do to the front end basis and the basis, you know, and basis for those delivery periods here because they just can't move those supplies downstream. So that river is going to be something we got to keep an eye on if we don't get some moisture into it somehow or somehow alleviate those issues. I think it could have some ripple effects that come all the way back into the marketplace here. So, again, very key issue that's definitely brewing out there. John, we've seen the Ukrainian forces start to push back Russia a little bit, take back some more territory. And I know that causes people to then start to think about what that means. So we saw Ukraine, of course, be able to get more of that grain out of the country. But what does that mean, do you think, going forward? Does that mean anything for what we're going to see in the markets? You know, that story probably should be a little bit more front heavy in terms of the news cycle, and it's really not. And, you know, it's gotten to become this kind of longer going drug out type of an affair. Um, and that's something maybe we do still need to keep an eye on. Do things escalate even more aggressively in that area of the world? So we'll have to see. I don't think that's a factor on the market so much today as what's going on in terms of domestically with the harvest, the U.S. dollar index, things of that nature. But it's a story the markets have seemed to forgot, have kind of forgotten about. So we'll have to keep an eye on. What goes on there? Does Russia step up their escalations and retaliation? You know, things of that nature. You know, again, at this time frame, you know, we're not going to get those bushels out of that region. Next year's planting and winter wheat crop and those things are coming in and are starting to come together. And they're just not going to have those acres in the ground. So it's still going to be a lingering effect in terms of overall global supplies, you know, and the big picture of things. Uh, but again, st- still feels like a little bit of a story that's moved to the back burner and the market's kind of forgotten about. John, do you remember this much as a market analyst volatility just in terms of world events that are going on right now and external factors on the United States markets when you just look at the entire picture of what's happening in the world? You know, it's an extremely volatile time. There's so many moving pieces, and it's a little bit nerve-wracking. You just don't know what's going on the geopolitical side as well as the economic side globally. You know, where's the money flow coming from? And you obviously take a look at what's going on with the economic conditions in China. Their COVID zero policy definitely comes into play in these markets. 
In terms of demand, you know, we're seeing that soybean demand from China continue to diminish. You know, makes you wonder what's going to happen in the bigger term picture there. You know, obviously, then at the same time, you're still watching what's going on in the weather front, and as we typically do. Does Brazil get that big soybean crop put together for next year? If it does, that's going to weigh in these markets, and it's going to, and that may be what the market's waiting for is that those Brazilian supplies. So no, it's an extremely volatile time. The headlines move this market extremely quickly. You know that's where producers just need to be safe about things and make sure you're protecting the value that's still in front of you because it can change and go away really fast. John, what's been the story for the livestock market so far today? Well, we got a little cash trade in the live cattle market today, so we picked that up about 145, so that's up a little bit from last week. So that's at least giving the front months a little bit of boost. Other than that, it's a real quiet day, at least in the cattle markets today. Not a lot of movement. Kind of still watching that feeder market. We put some reversals in yesterday. Not getting a lot of follow-through today, but we're at least holding on to the closes from yesterday. You know, you hear what's going on in the cash market versus what's on the board in that feeder department. Makes makes you wonder which market's out of whack, and it feels like futures aren't quite in, in jive with what the cash market's telling us at this time frame. And then you got hogs, a lot of volatility there. Boy, it should be nice if we can find ourselves a bit of a bottom in that hog market. Maybe that hard sell-off yesterday was a bit of a blow-off bottom. You know, we still got a lot of pigs out there, but, uh, you know, the demand side looks good. You know, it's with weekly export sales this week. Now we just need that cash market to really kind of get some footing. And I think that hog market looks pretty undervalued, but still don't have a sign of a good low yet. Thanks, John, for the analysis. As always, how can listeners get in touch with Total Farm Marketing for more information? Sure, Mark. Love to chat with them anytime. Then give me a call, 800-334-9779, or shoot me an email at johnh at totalfarmmarketing.com. Don't forget about our website, totalfarmmarketing.com. A lot of great information for producers out there. So there's no obligation just to pick up the phone and have a conversation. Just love to chat with them, especially during these busy times. That's John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. Thanks, John, as always, and have a great rest of your day. Sounds good. Have a great day. That was John Heinberg with Total Farm Marketing. It is time now for a check of the midday numbers. December corn is down 10 and three quarters at 673 and a quarter. November soybeans down 15 even at 1354 and three quarters. Soybean meal for December is down $5 and 10 cents at 393.40. Soybean oil for December up 7 cents at 65.61. Chicago wheat is down 23 and a quarter at 878 and three quarters. Minneapolis wheat is down 17 and a quarter at 964 and a quarter, and Kansas wheat down 24 and a half at 965 and three quarters. December oats down eight even at 394 and a half on the Merck. October live cattle up five cents at 145.17. Feeder cattle for October down 77 cents at 175.77. Lean hogs for October up $1.22 at 9202. Pork cutouts for December up $1.10 at 8840. And class three milk up six cents at $22.17. This has been the Midday Market Report. I'm Mark Magnuson. Stay tuned for the closing markets later today with Riley Smith. See talks with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.